Welcome to Pageant Planets Podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another Pageant Planet episode where our goal is to connect and expand the pageant industry by sharing the life and accomplishments of people in the industry. This is a podcast for title holders, contestants who want to be inspired and learn how to win the crown. And we hope that this story of Zozabini Tunzi inspires you. So Jesse, set the stage for us. So Stephen, the feature of our podcast today is one of the most well-known pageantry for 2019-2020. And today we'll be getting to know the life of Zonabizi Tunzi. Did I say it wrong this time? Stephen and I just Zosabini spent like 30, 30 minutes talking about this. Yes. No, Zosabini I think it, Tunzi. I think Tunzi. it's good. Yeah. Uh, side note, very sorry if we, we mess up starting uh, like country names and we're doing our best. Um, language is not my strong suit. More so Jesse's. Well, even still, yeah. not not everyone's perfect, you know? <laughs> so, so Zosabini Tunzi, Miss Universe 2019. So Zozabini, he'll make it easy on ourselves and say Zozi, as she's much well known as as well, is the second Miss Universe in the last decade to be from South Africa. And she was crowned Miss Universe in December 2019 in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, Zozi is a 26-year-old model from South Africa. She made her way into the pageant world in 2017 at the Miss South Africa pageant. Although she did not take home the crown, she continued with her education and work in public relations, her work as a model, and her advocacy for women's rights and equality. And Zozi's true beauty comes from her ability to courageously and unapologetically be herself with her personality, her community involvement, and with her appearance. And she graced the Miss Universe stage with her short, natural textured hair, inspiring millions of women around the world to embrace their natural beauty. Zozi was born in Tulso, Eastern Cape, located in South Africa. Here she grew up with her parents and three other sisters. She is the second oldest of her siblings. Zozi grew up close with her family and considered her parents her role models. And one thing she said about her family was, my mother taught me the importance of being kind and humble and always helpful to those around me. And my father taught me the importance of education, hard work, and discipline. So growing up, some of Zozi's hobbies included hiking, cooking, and watching your favorite television shows. If you're doing these hobbies right now, maybe you can also be the next person. <laughs> yes. Indeed. So surely she didn't know at those moments what she was destined to become. Yeah. Zozi grew up like any other woman okay. might have. She loves watching Marvel movies and Game of Thrones, which I feel like is a very fitting show for those in pageantry, minus the violence, the the rape and the pillaging and all that. But the more the thrones, you know, is actually the, the, the show. Um, she attended Cape Peninsula University of Technology and graduated with a bachelor's degree in public relations and image management in 2018. What a really perfect, like, degree for a, a future Miss Universe. Yes. Um, Zozi worked as a graduate intern in the public relations department of Ogilvy, Cape Town. And those of you that don't know, Ogilvy is a massive, very prestigious um, marketing firm. And she also went on to compete, uh, complete a Bachelor of Technology. Um, yeah, and that's that. Yes, in public relations, as you had already said. In public relations, okay. 
Yep. Um, Zosie's love for education most likely came from her parent as her mother is a school principal and her father works at the Department of Higher Learning in Pretoria. And aside from getting her post-secondary education, Zosie also worked as a model in East London, East London, Eastern Cape. I am having a harder time than you today. Which is very, very interesting. All right. In 2018, (laughs) Zosie entered the reality TV show presenter search she was unsuccessful in this venture but there are other ways that she was meant to be in the spotlight and a fun fact i was looking up what presenter search is and it's a reality show in south africa where they compete to become the next host uh, on their abc affiliate morning show so it's a pretty big deal like you get this job on tv and this year's winners um so they they compete they finally pick the the final two that become the hosts and then in their like final episode they interview like high-profile people, and Zosie was one of the people that this year's winners got to interview. So, like, excellent revenge for not winning the first time around. That is crazy. I Isn't mean, that funny? Yeah, so there's always – I mean, this is kind of like a pageant, right, where, like, she tried out for this presenter search. She didn't get it, and then, uh, you know, so the person who won then won and then got to interview her as she won mm-hmm. this uh, – South Africa universe. That's, I mean, that goes to show you right there that, I mean, I really just feel like God has a plan and it, it helps if you didn't necessarily win the title this year, there could be something better in store for you or there absolutely is. So for our U.S. listeners, here's how I would equate it. Adam Lambert did not win or Jennifer Hudson even. Adam Lambert, Jennifer Hudson did not win American Idol. And mm-hmm. then they come back and they are mentors on The Voice. Like, that's how I equate it, too. Like, they didn't win, and then they came back, and they were like, hey, like, we're, we're more, success- more successful than anyone that won. Um, that. So that's how I would look at it. Perfect. So in 2017, it was the year Zosie began her pageant career. The first pageant she competed in was Miss South Africa 2017, where the winner of the pageant goes on to represent South Africa at Miss Universe. Mm -hmm. At Miss South Africa 2017, Zosie placed in the top 26 finalists, but failed to proceed into the top 12. Ultimately, Demi Lee uh, went on to win Miss South Africa 2017 and then Miss Universe 2017 as well. I mean, if you're going to lose someone, I mean, losing to Demi Lee is like totally understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So Zosie did not compete the following year in Miss South Africa 2018, um, which again, another competitive year because Tamarin Green, one of our favorites, Stephen, mm-hmm. was first runner up at Miss Universe that year. So, I mean, they had winner, first runner up, and then the rest is history, as we know. And luckily, her pageant fans were able to cheer her on once again when she tried her luck at Miss South Africa 2019. So she took a year off and came back. She did not disappoint and was able to sort through the competition and win the title of Miss South Africa 2019 and then, of course, the chance to compete at Miss Universe. Yeah, and side note, like South Africa, the past three years, they are like becoming a new powerhouse in the universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about Tamron Green. She kind of botched it didn't fully answer uh, her onstage question tripped over her gown like twice and still got first runner-up the judges were like we really want to crown you as miss universe we're trying our best <laughs> we're trying our best here but i mean that is that is wild tripped over a gown kind of again onstage question a little flub there and still got first runner-up i mean she was a strong strong competitor but yeah we talked about her for like days afterwards you and i both loved her yeah yeah so 
Yeah, is what it is. But yeah, the last three years, they've been just crushing it. But mm -hmm. some additional prizes Zosie received from winning Miss South Africa. And this is crazy, really. She got a new Mercedes Benz, a fully furnished apartment in um, Santon neighborhood in Johannesburg, which is valued at $350,000 United States, which it well, and she got a million dollars Rand, which is 70000 USD. So... To put in perspective, like Johannesburg, uh, Renata and I, we went there, gosh, it was either last year or the year before, but it's like, it's a booming, it's a booming city. Not, uh, if you go to only Johannesburg and then leave, you don't really get to experience um, South Africa for what I feel like it's really known for, at least mm -hmm. outside of there, the beauty, the, um, the, like going on the safaris and all of that. But it was like, it was kind of pricey. I was like, what? I mean, certain things like drinks and stuff there were really inexpensive from coffee to alcohol to shakes. But like the food and stuff was, I mean, not that different from like a, I mean, it was different from like a New York, but from just a normal like city in America. I mean, I felt like the prices were very much there, but it's mm -hmm. more of a touristy place. But um, yeah, that is an amazing prize package. Oh my gosh, it, it rivals what our Miss USA would make in the US for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Zosie candidly admitted to not having her driver's license after receiving the car for winning Miss South Africa, which is kind of funny. Um, but her educational experience um, and her modeling and excellent speaking skills made Zosie the perfect candidate to represent South Africa at the as we know, the biggest international pageant in the world, ranked number one on Pageant Planet. Yep. And the thing that is Zosie that makes Zosie so unique going into the competition is that she had very short natural hair, which is not common at all in the Miss Universe stage and definitely not like somebody who makes like a top 10 or top 15. Mm -hmm. um, and during the Miss South Africa 2017, Zosie had long straight hair for the competition. But this year, she chose to stay with her natural hair. The judges, audience, and fans from around the world loved it. And she just said she was just kind of sick of spending hours in the salon. And staying true to her natural hair was what she actually needed all along. I mean, her face... We were texting Stephen, you and I, and her face is just undeniably gorgeous. Yeah. Like, not everyone can get away with that type of a hairstyle, but she just radiates. She doesn't need, like, blankets of hair all over her. Well, like, and she just looked amazing. And what's wild, and, like, I mean, I can admit this, but I really thought that her hair, if that was the only reason that she would not win was because, like, if the judges just felt like, mm, I don't think her hair represented Miss Universe. Right. Because judges can get caught up on that. Absolutely. And, you know, so that's kind of a case in point where if you have a different judge, like if you have a different group of judges or maybe just one or two are changed out and they're just like, I cannot envision a Miss Universe with that hairstyle that could have held her back. So um, gratefully, the, the judges didn't let that hold her up because, I mean, she was flawless all throughout the competition. Yeah, and I'll even say, I'll do a, a quick VIP shout out here. Sarah Pennington, one of our VIP members, is um, completely bald. Um, I, and she's going to be mad at me because I don't remember exactly what um, disorder she has. But she's completely bald. And she's been very successful in pageantry and received many crowns. And I'm sure that people, judges, like there were some judges that were like, you know what, can we crown this girl? Can we not? But she has overcome. So do not let preconceived notions of what you think others might perceive you as 
take over when you're preparing for a pageant. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So Zosie wants and truly is an advocate for natural beauty. She allows herself to be who she is, which allows herself to be comfortable. And this is something she also shares on social media. And as Miss South Africa, she was actively working for women's rights and equality. And she promotes the He for She campaign, an initiative from the UN for solidarity and advancement of gender equality. And she is passionate about eradicating the fight against gender-based violence. And she devoted her social media campaign to changing the narrative around gender stereotypes. Very important right now, especially. Mm -hmm. Her message and main takeaway from the campaign is to include men in the struggle against gender-based violence. We should not only teach women to protect themselves, but it should also include the men to take a stand against these actions as well. Zosie was also featured in Women's Health Magazine and shared about how she doesn't wear makeup every day and that coconut oil is her best friend. And this is actually a coaching moment, and it's going to sound silly, but like, can we talk about coaching oil or coconut oil for a minute? Because if you don't have a jug of this at home, you need to like run to your nearest bulk store and get it. Do you have it in your house, Steven? Uh, no, I, I don't. <gasps> I know. No. So I had a roommate that was like, oh, he would like uh, put it on his because um, he was like a bodybuilder. So he mm. would put it on his like chest to make sure he never gets stretch marks. But he would do that religiously at the like every day, like make sure that he didn't get stretch marks but i hear like pregnant women use it for the very same thing but what are some mm -hmm. of the other benefits so i i clearly have no medical training so you're not hearing from a doctor today um <laughs> so that's a quick disclaimer but i mean some of the benefits that i've used it for personally like it works topically for skin inflammation so like anytime i burn my finger with a curling iron or maybe like my neck i always put it on that and it really helps to soothe it, calm it, and help it heal really well. Probably that same reason that it works great for stretch marks for bodybuilders or pregnant women. Um, I like it as a waxless, waxless lip balm. I use all mm. wax-free lip products because I used to be a chapstick addict. Like I could not go to, I had like, I was one of the people, I had a car chapstick, a work chapstick, a bedtime <laughs> chapstick, a purse chapstick, and like several extra just in case. But I, my lips are so dry. And then I, I found out that a lot of products have wax in them, which create a buildup, which prevents any moisture from getting in there at all. Right. So I use coconut oil because if I don't have like my, my waxless lip stuff handy, I'll use that. So that's great. Um, you can put it in your mouth. It's called um, dental pulling. I don't think that's, it's something pulling, oil pulling. So you put like a, a little bit in your mouth and you swish around for 30 seconds and it's supposed to pull out a ton of like toxins from your mouth. Wow. Um, so it's great for dental health. It's like the Egyptians used to do it hmm. like millennia ago, perhaps maybe hmm. that's too many. Um, no, that increases would be your metabolism. Enough, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a killer moisturizer. So it's just like, it's not super expensive. It works for so many things. I have keratosis pilaris, which is a lot of people might not know they have it, but they do. It creates um, a buildup on your pores. So it looks like you have like bumpy skin. It's also known as chicken skin, which really isn't glamorous at all. So I have it on my <laughs> legs and my arms. Uh -huh. So on, in the shower, I'll put it on there and it really helps to smooth my skin. And it's like, again, the cheapest, easiest solution for anything that ails you. Yeah, I love and, it. Yeah, like every store really has it. And it, mm -hmm. you're right, it's not expensive at all. So cool. Awesome. That, yeah. that was that was a good coaching moment. It's something you should have in the, in the closet and that's it. Yep. Hundred percent. You know what? Maybe Renata has it on her side of the, you know, the sink or whatever. But I don't have it on mine. But 
Okay, so it was discovered in October of 2019 that Atlanta, Georgia was to host the 2019 Miss Universe pageant. The competition would last 10 days, and only one of 90 would be crowned Miss Universe 2019, which isn't probably really intimidating to Zozabini because there was, last year, 900 girls that competed in Miss South Africa. Like, that's a bunch of girls. Crazy. So she already beat them out. So she's like, yeah, what's 90 more? Mm-hmm. Um, so this was not her first time in the United States, though. She walked in runway for New York Fashion Week uh, 2019 for Max Hosa, a fashion label in South Africa. And the designer name is La Duma um, Naxo Colo. I mean, that's not bad. Okay. Yeah. I give it a shot. It's N G X O K O L O. It's challenging. The N G X is really like not something that we see every day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's more like Vietnamese, like the, the N G part, but okay. Well, South African design. (laughs) Anyway, so Zosie was recognized as a front runner of the competition even before her arrival, making the top picks of numerous pageant Instagram accounts uh, because that's important. And what was most notable about Zosie is her ability to captivate an audience with her words. She was so confident in her words. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm like, I had total (laughs) buy-in. She was just... Like she was just talking to somebody just, you know, over a cup of coffee or whatever. Yeah, I was like, it was I a wow loved, for sure. Loved her like confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, during the preliminary competition, Zozi rocked all three elements of the competition, swimsuit, evening gown. Oh, her evening gown was awesome. And mm-hmm. national costume. What was most memorable about the night is the moment she walked out in her white gown with a long white cape draped behind her. There was a different vibe in the audience, as if they knew that they were looking at the next queen. The gown was designed by Binji La Mason, and it had a black and white striped pattern on the interior part of the cape, which represented Zosie's heritage. And a side note for me, because Stephen, you know I love the gowns. I thought that gown was the second best gown in the whole pageant. So preliminaries and finals combined, aside only from her finals gown. Like I thought her gown choices for both were the best bar bar none. And And I think she still would have won if she wore it. Right. Like there is something it was palpable about her style versus Mm -hmm. a lot of the other stage we saw. Because remember like when we were texting back and forth, it's like, oh, another metallic. Oh, another metallic. Which we've been saying like that's on trend for this year. But everybody followed like the safe trend. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she came out and just like, oh, this is me. It's kind of like the same way that she did with her hairstyle. Like, eh, whatever. This is me. This is what I want to do. And so she just did it. She did her. And gosh, it, it certainly stuck out like a sore thumb in the best kind of way on stage. Right. It actually reminded me a lot of Kira Kazantsev, who won Miss America like three or four years ago. And prelim, she wore this really structural um, white peplum dress with a pattern on the underside. Mm-hmm. And it was 100% completely different from what anybody else wore. And everybody was talking about it. And I feel like the same happened when Zozy wore that preliminary gown. Yeah, because it's like yeah. the evening gown really does make the queen. Like when you mm-hmm. see it, like you're like, oh gosh, she could really win this thing. And then she comes out in her evening gown. If it's just, and it makes a statement and it's classy and, and all those things like Zosie's was, it was just like, oh, 
she's got to win now. And I feel like, you know, to go back to Tamron Green, like her evening gown was just so great and she just looked so flawless in it. I really feel like maybe that's another contributing factor why people just kept wanting her to win. Mm-hmm. Agree. It was just so, it was right. So, um, Tamron was red carpet all the way. Mm-hmm. And then Zosie had this really incredible glam that I don't think was matched by anybody. Yeah. Zosie's was almost like, what's the one, uh, where, where they all go to, uh, gosh, like the art museum to have it. Is it the, the something gala where they, oh, the Met Gala. The oh, Met Gala. Totally. Yeah. So she's like more of the Met Gala. Yeah, vibe. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And on finals night, so we talked about prelims at length. So on finals night, Zosie breezed through each portion of the competition, top 20, top 10, top five, top three. And she changed her evening gown to, we were already kind of talking about it, but that, um, that ombre blue silver gold dress, which she described as the sand, the beach, and the skies of South Africa, which I, as she was describing it on the show, I was seeing it. Mm-hmm. And she felt like she had all the people of South Africa on stage with her while she was wearing that gown. And I love that sentiment. Yeah. Zozie's top three answer will probably go down in history as one of the best answers on the Miss Universe stage. She spoke about how the most important thing she should be teaching young girls is leadership, to take up space in society and to submit yourself. At this point, she like really won hearts across the world. Yeah, and I'll, I'll read that answer right now. And she said, I think the most important thing we should be teaching young girls today is leadership. It's something that has been lacking in young girls and women for a very long time, not because we don't want to, but because of what society has labeled women to be. I think we are the most powerful beings in the world and that we should be given every opportunity. And that is what we should be teaching these young girls to take up space. Nothing is as important as taking up space in society and cementing yourself. Thank you. Oh, so good. So So, to no surprise, Zosie, she won the title of Miss Universe 2019 and was crowned by Miss Universe 2018, Catriona Gray. And many people commented about the similarities of the two Miss Universe winners and knew Zosie had all the making to win this year. She had already moved to New York, um, into the New York uh, Miss Universe apartment to begin her year-long reign, and she's the third South African to win Miss Universe. It's kind of nice that she went from luxury apartment to luxury apartment. Like, I mean, so to put it in perspective, I, I was kind of doing the math where we're reading down through, but the $350,000 apartment, like, I mean, if you live in Boston, you cannot like buy <laughs> or like get an apartment down in Boston for $350,000. But in South Africa, that would be like equivalent to here. It would be like more like a $2 million um, apartment. Now, I don't know what Je- Johannesburg market is. I mean, it might be a little bit less than that, but it would be somewhere around like a million, million. We'll just say one and two million. I know it's a big range, but so you're looking at a really nice like apartment. Oh, yeah. They're not putting her up in squalor. That's no, for sure. No, Um, She'll go down in history as the first Miss Universe to win with natural hair. And her win completed a very powerful and inspirational foursome. It is the first time in history that a Miss Universe, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America were all African, um, African-born women. So African-American for the U.S. contestants and South African uh, for Zosie. So it's written kind of odd in the script. So um, Wait, but then also so- Miss World is black now, too. Yeah, because she's uh, she's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Miss Universe, Miss USA, Teen USA, Miss World, Miss America. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, Imani Davis 
Miss Earth USA, Miss Earth Fire. I think she was Miss Earth Fire. Mm-hmm. Also mm. gorgeous, empowering, yeah. inspiring. Um, so I actually, when I when I read that stat about um, Zosie being the first contestant of net with natural hair to win Miss Universe, I was like, that can't possibly be true. But I did some digging on my own, and I couldn't find anything that contradicted that fact. So if you're listening and you remember history that I wasn't able to find, please let us know because I was blown away. And you know, it goes back to I don't remember if it was I think it was Nia. Franklin, who was Miss America, she said, we're going to keep counting black women that hold significant titles until we can't count anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, if this is the first Miss Universe to win with natural hair, like this is going to be the first of many. Well, it's exciting. But like, okay, oh, we're saying Miss Universe. Yes, yes, yes. Because, and I was like, because, um, Angola, like the white, are we saying like white girls too? Like, so, so the natural hair we're referring to is black wom- black woman's hair um, that has natural texture to it that is not treated heat treated or pressed. Got it. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. yes. That makes more sense. So to that, me. yeah, there's been plenty of winners with like untreated, undyed hair for sure. Yeah. Um, we're referring to Afro texture celebrated in the black community. Okay, got it. That yeah. makes more sense to me. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. My bad. No worries. Uh, my turn. Yes, your turn. Cool. All right. So Zosie is also predicted to be one of the most influential Miss Universes as her Instagram following added almost 2 million followers overnight. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Clearly fans around the world loved what she had to say um, at Miss Universe and they wanted to hear more. And this is a coaching moment too because if there was ever a time to say like, one of the most overrated coaching tips. I hate saying this, but now really is the time. And it's be yourself. There's authenticity, natural, and beauty in, in yourself. And when you look in the mirror each morning, you should be reminding yourself that at that moment, you are good enough, worthy enough, beautiful enough for whatever successes and goals you want to achieve in your life. You don't need more money. You don't need more friends on social media. You don't need more makeup, hair extensions, or any changes at all. And Zosie embraced the woman she was both internally and externally. And for those reasons, she's now Miss Universe 2019. So don't feel like you have to conform to the title holders you've seen in the past. Yeah. And to to think about it, I, I feel like I made mention of this last week. But when Zosie showed up, there was no one else that had her hairstyle. So I, I don't know if she was just like, oh, okay, cool. Like I'm used to it. Or if there was that doubt of like, I'm getting ready to go on stage in front of millions of people. Mm-hmm. Like both, I mean, when you combine the viewership all around the world, all that stuff. Should I have done something different with my hair? Mm-hmm. You know? So for her it's her hair because it's the most obvious one but for you listening it could be your dress it could be your interview it could be your your introduction speech it could be your your talent that you're performing you know so those things that i mean the world celebrates those that are different and mm-hmm. the, those who can pull it off confidently and that is certainly her. So if you're doing something different, have confidence in that. And if you do look different from other people that you're competing against, totally fine. Have confidence in it. Trust those decisions that you made and just go all in like she did. Absolutely. Well said. So South African beauties have been making waves in the Miss Universe pageant, 
pageant placing in the top two for the last three years and winning the title in 17 and 19. And sometimes it's easy to wonder like what the perfect, you know, air quotes formula might be for a Miss Universe. And if there's one thing to learn from Zozi, it is that there's no definite answer. Each woman is beautiful, unique, and special in their own ways. Rather than trying to be like who you think the judges want to see, be your natural and authentic self. And society is changing to embrace what beauty can look like from around the world. And Zozi will be able to utilize her platform as Miss Universe to continue to spread this message. And she's the leader that women and men across the world can look up to and realize they have all these qualities and capabilities too. Yeah, Zozi has already begun her media tour in New York, and we are excited to see what events she has planned throughout the year. Soon, she will be going back to South Africa for her homecoming, and if you haven't already begun to follow Zozi's journey, start now. Through her travels, multimedia events, red carpet opportunities, and working with the Miss Universe organization, we have no doubt Zozi's appearances um, and ability to transform and impact the lives of each person that she meets. And we'll end with some words from Zosie herself. And she said, the misconception about women empowerment is that it means giving power to women. And that isn't its purpose. Women already have the power. Women empowerment is about enhancing and encouraging those deep reservoirs of power. Gosh, so powerful. So if you would like to be featured like a next feature contestants on our next podcast, create a contestant profile with all of your information, cute stories and hidden facts, along with what makes you special. And then email support at Pageant Planet with the title podcast feature so we can review your profile. We'll let you know within 24 hours after you submit if you're scheduled. And a special shout out to Maria Gerlando for doing the research. Thank you for listening. And if you've received any benefit from this show or for once previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It might seem like a small action, but it really does help us keep the show going. Until next time. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.